Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen. We are once again live down here in the Barricade Studios for another episode of the Sports Frenzy Podcast, Sold Out. With me, your host, Freddie Amoroso, with my co-host, the Devil's Advocate, Robert Fink. Today in wrestling history, in the year 2005, we get Bobby Lashley's debut. <laughs> and with our other co-host, Jason Todd, the Reverend. I mean, I have a just a little bit more wrestling history. Three short years ago, uh, Wrestling World began saying its farewells to Jushin Thunder Liger as he wrestled his last match for New Japan this day. And with. Last but not least, Mr. Blackbeard himself, the encyclopedia. And gentlemen, I just hope none of you ever report me when I bench your kids in the World Cup, okay? <laughs> Do it. What a bitch. <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of bitches, Vince McMahon. <laughs> uh, I want to see where you're going with that one. Oh, I just knew now. Segway of the year already. Is rumored to return. He's trying to strong arm his way back into the WWE to presumably sell and negotiate um, a new TV deal. Uh, what are you? What are you guys' thoughts on this? Who Who are you talking about? <laughs> VKM, Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Oh, the Voodoo Kid Mafia is coming back. Yeah, yeah, the Voodoo Kid Mafia. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully we can bring him back. Oh my god! Um, I don't even know what to say to that. Um, I'm wondering uh, if like Stephanie and like Triple H will try to make a play, maybe to try and buy it, or does he already have a buyer in mind? Like I'm wondering what what the thought process is. Like who's gonna who's the market? Who's gonna want to buy the WWE? Um, and I'm, you know, and if the, if it stays that, as it is, does does Triple H stay where he belongs? Like, does he stay as head of creative, or like, do they clean house? Like, their possibilities are endless. I mean, you really don't know where where this is going to go, how long it's going to take. You know, will they be bought right. by a corporate entity? And and you know, I mean, that's really what destroyed WCW, right? When they got bought by a corporation who really didn't understand wrestling. Right. Uh, is Tony Khan going to throw his hat in the ring? <laughs> that would be pretty funny, wouldn't it? If he owned both organizations. Um, the contract says Khan, but not Nick Khan. Tony Khan. Right. And it wouldn't it be cool if he did exactly the way Vince did it? Like he comes out on Raw and like <laughs> and, annou- and announces he bought the show. Flair, Flair and Sting could do another last match too. I mean, they really they could really just copy the whole thing. There you go. I mean, they really yeah, could just could do be. WCW over again. So, I mean, it really could be fun. You know, I don't know. I'm Seriously, I really don't under, know what's going on. And the stock price, I know, has gone up. And I think that's anticipation of him selling it, not of anticipation of coming back. Because the talent, I'm sure, has no interest in him coming back at this point. Um, right. And you got to laugh for the people who, like, ran back as soon as Triple H got in charge. And then that, that Vince might be coming back. Are they like, oh, God, what did I just do? <laughs> Well, well, with that, 
from from what I was reading, it still has to be approved by the board for him to come back. Because he wants to then take over and bring in two two new board members. Well, there exist, they were previous board members, aren't they? Previous members, I believe so. Previous board members, previous employees of the company that got fired and removed from the board. Because, yeah, it was like some shady shit with them too, right? If I'm not mistaken. I don't know if it was shady shit or that they weren't performing to their expectation. That might have been the problem. Yeah, I honestly don't remember why they were let go. But I don't know. Um, this really could take a turn, and in what direction? I have no idea. Right, and then if you do do the sell, right? Do you do it similar to um, the way UFC was sold, where the Fatida sold it to whatever corporation it was, and then uh, Dana White was um allowed to stay on that was like in the stipulations of the deal that he would have to stay on as the president there's been rumors for years that if it ever got acquired the likely buyers would be an nbc or disney going back to what rob said really depends on who would be running things if that did go through especially creative I mean, right. you brought up WCW. How many times did WCW have guys running the ship that didn't know the wrestling business? I don't... I think right now anybody that would acquire WWE would probably want, as you said, you know, you brought up the Dana White example. Um, you know, provided... I don't think anyone wants Dana White in charge of their company right now. Right. I mean, so you get slapped in the face. Yeah, uh, but uh, anyway, be that as it may, I would think that any deal would include certain people having to stay at least in charge for day to day, at least for a certain amount of time. That's usually what happens when a company gets acquired. You know, certain people stay on for a certain amount of time. Uh, if it was Disney, I don't know. My only concern there is. They've been hit or miss with some of the properties they've acquired. Um, I'm looking at you, Star Wars. You know, the TV shows on Disney Plus have been pretty well received. But then the movies. I think we've got to specify, though, hit or miss in regards to quality slash likability or in regards to profitability. Because it's not like they're losing money on any of that stuff. You got to wonder if this is how Vince gets his foot back in the door. You know, they're buying the company, but I have to be in charge. Yeah, that's the thing. You know, so maybe this is his, you know, well, look, I know the board may not be happy with it, but the only way this sale goes through is if I'm running the ship. I don't know. I I would be like, uh-oh. <laughs> Doesn't he still owe the company money on top of all this stuff that's going on? Isn't there money that he's supposed to be paying back to WWE now? That from what was spent on their um and and I can't remember which where I was reading about this that as he was leaving the company or as he was retiring there was also an agreement about how he was going to pay back this money and some other things they wanted him to do that he didn't agree to like he didn't want to step down 
like he never agreed to never return to company or something like that. It, it, it's it's there's some weird there were some weird stipulations around that whole split to begin with. It's just gotten a lot weirder. My understanding was that it was his own money, but because it affected the bottom line for WWE, they had to declare it on annual reporting. Well, I, I, I think it's about I think it's about the expenses that were related to the investigation. Oh, so the, okay. Investigation. Yeah, it's a lot of weirdness around that. And it just it sounds like a early two thousands an early aughts WWE story. Yeah. <clears throat> it's true. So what else do we got tonight, Encyclopedia? I don't know. You were signaling for me to shut up, and I was going on for too long. So uh... I, I was giving you the eyes. No, he was giving you the <laughs> "I'm watching you" eyes. Uh -huh. I'm watching you, Star Wars. Oh, okay, all right. This that means you. Okay, Star this Wars. means this yeah. means yeah. shut okay. up. <laughs> I take back the middle this finger text message I just sent you. you. <laughs> and this means I'm watching you. Nice. <laughs> Um, I can't believe we have to work out our hand signals here. Yeah, right. For an audio show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, if you want to speak about people um, getting involved in things that they probably shouldn't have, uh, how about our boy, the Road Dog? Road Dog uh, tweeted Road back to us. He did. So After last week's episode. So if you're not following us on Twitter, our normal announcements, we po tweet every week what we covered on the episode and... I put, specifically put Dax versus Road Dog and tagged him. And the Road Dog actually commented back, it's not me versus Dax, it's just me and Dax. There's only you and me and we just disagree. W was he smoking something when he tweeted back? Could someone explain to me what that meant? I did extend the invitation to Road Dog for so anytime he would like to come on to the show. He's more than welcome. A couple minutes. I, I scared him off with all those questions. I then followed that up, tweet up with. That's what I'm going with. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know what. I don't know what he's going on about. Like, it was kind of a, a news cycle story. I think. Like, you answered it. Let it go. I think he was saying that he has his side and Dax has his side, and they really don't jive. I'm guessing. I don't know. I, when I remember listening to his response, it didn't make a whole mm -hmm. hell of a lot of sense. It, it seemed like a backhanded apology. Yeah, I mean, it. 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 it he. He never admitted to anything, but he never apologized for anything. Like, so what's the point? Why do you even bother bringing it up then? Well, and the yeah. fact that he tweeted back to us about it, I'm like, bro, why are you spending this much time and attention on this? Well, wait a minute. We're important. We yeah. have our hands on the pulse of the wrestling. So, Don't of course, he would tweet back to us. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I tell Hulk Hogan to stop bothering me. He keeps wanting right. to come on the show. I won't have him. Ric Flair, always, you know, come on, let me come on and you know, let's go out for drinks. Rick, no, man, no, no, thank you. I mean, it's endless. So, I mean, I don't blame the Road Dog for trying to get on this show. I mean, come on. Um, we'll ask the he... questions. I don't know. Freddie extended the invite. He didn't take it, so I don't know how hard he's really trying to get on this show, Rob. 
Hey, well, you hey, really don't, don't know how to play the Thomas. game, do you? You really don't know how to play the game, do you? No, I just like to sh- destroy you when you're destroying us in the picks all the time, you know? Got to take my wins where I can. I spend one week away. But, but by taking me down, you're also yeah. taking Jason and Freddie down. Just remember that. No, so. I'm not. I'm all hell breaks loose. Right? Okay. It's just you well, and me, and we disagree. It's not you versus me. Okay. Ugh. It's you versus me, the G-O-double-G. <laughs> Nicely done. Oh, you didn't know? You better podcast somebody. That's it. But I'm chumped. There we go. You guys are on one. Start <laughs> I would do it, man. Man, that would, be, that would be great if he came on the show, though. But I, you know, bring the rest of them. The old DX running crew. Bring them all. You know what? He would come on and I'd be like, hey, do you have Shawn Michaels' phone number? Can <laughs> <laughs> you, want- you call Shawn right now? Rob, want- Rob wants to tell him what he thinks of uh, his last match of Crown Jewel. And how he no, I just want to talk to Sean. <laughs> I want to ask him what Sonny's like in bed. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. And, and we digress. We no, 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 this is more fun. Why are we going to digress? Earlier than usual. You know what? What would we ask Sean Michaels? Two packs of rum and we might be able to get her on the show. Her one free call in jail to the sports frenzy podcast. We might be able to get her. Put a little money in her commissary. We might be able to get her on the show. Oh, like that time that uh, one of our former co-hosts tried to get just incredible on the show and then tried to get me to pay his fee because and then like what was it freddie a week later he got he got thrown in jail he got thrown in jail yeah. i was like oh that's Tammy, great i got snickers <laughs> <laughs> all right oh my god <laughs> we, we had a we had a debut this week. <laughs> we just lost rob <laughs> oh my god Twenty twenty three is starting with a bang. Start with a bang, baby. Coming in hot. Off the rails, not twenty minutes in. <laughs> Wait, are we talking about Sonny and Bang in the same? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. oh, uh, oh no. Ruined. All right, again. next. <laughs> All right. Okay. We should call Anthony the showstopper. <laughs> the main event, the icon. <laughs> No, just the showstopper. Oh man! So now it's going right. to be the showstopper, Blackbeard, checking wiki in the encyclopedia. Yeah, I mean, the, the, go. the, you've got more nicknames the than than anyone. All right. All right. So speaking of nicknames, Mercedes Monet, Sasha Banks, formerly known as. The artist formerly known as Sasha Banks has arrived in New Japan for a brief stint. Uh, I don't know what exactly her contract looks like, but I know it's not a long-term deal. I think it's per appearance. Uh, per appearance? Right. Yeah, because so everything guys... keeps saying that she doesn't want to sign anything long-term because I think she she's working other avenues like Hollywood and stuff like that. I thought there, yeah, I, She wants yeah, to do like movies and stuff. I think there was a certain number of matches. But yeah, over right, a well, smaller time period, short term, right, or appearances. I mean, she's not not yeah. long term for sure. Yeah, looking at you, Star Wars. <laughs> it's, where she's, it's where she's going in Hollywood. You see, you see what I did there? I brought it around. I brought it back around. 
You are it's, broadcaster extraordinaire. You know, right. we really should stop drawing attention to our wins like that because it kind of takes away from it. Well, they're so few and far between. We have to point them out when we can. All right. Did I you guys all see uh, her debut? Did all everybody see the video? I did. Yes. I did. All right. First of all, what the hell was up with that hair? She looked like she had an accident with a bottle of bleach. It's flames. And then yeah, number flames. two. Uh, okay. And then number two, did she botch? She's on fire. Who? Yeah, sure she is. Um, who botched that move? Kyrie. Kyrie. You yeah. think? Yes, because I saw mm -hmm. a video of her practicing that move um, on others. And when taken correctly, it it's like so, a gory special into a DDT, which is, seems really complicated to do. But if done right, it looks a lot better. So w what happened? She lifted her. And what, did, what, did, what was Kari supposed to do that she didn't do? She went down too soon. She went down too soon. Because yeah, okay. I've never seen the move. Okay. Because I thought what happened was I thought Sasha went too quick. I mean, their timing could have been off. So it could have been too quick right. for Kyrie, but also Kyrie just reacted, you know, a little off. So, I mean, she had just wrestled a match too. That, that kind of stuff happens, I guess. And then the promo after eh, didn't really get a, get, get a reaction, right? I mean, it was kind of muted. I mean, there was like polite applause. I mean, I'm wondering if that was because it was the worst kept secret. Like everybody knew she was coming out, so when she came out, and then the move didn't really go that well. Where you know, Japanese fans are not are not as demonstrative as the states. Like when Charlotte Flair came out, she got an ovation, but right. Mercedes did not. Like it was, like, it, it's hard to tell in Japan because they play the music so loud. You can't really tell, like. Are, fan, are the fans really cheering? Like, I know when Kenny Omega came out, I was trying to compare when he came out to when she came out, and I really couldn't tell the difference that well because of the music. They they pump that music so loud, and they don't really show the crowd like they do here. So it's hard to tell, you know, uh, what kind of reaction people are getting. But overall, I mean, what do you think, Jason? What do you think her reaction? Uh, what, what do you? How do you feel about the whole thing? I always feel weird whenever I watch anything happen in New Japan because when you watch American wrestling, you're so geared to the crowd being part of it, like a, a big part of it. So I, I'm always a little taken aback by the, what feels like a lack of reaction um, at first. The polite clapping seems like the same level that it was at the, at the resolution of the title match that had just happened before she came out. So... I didn't read too much into it. It wasn't, it didn't it doesn't come across great on TV if you're looking for crowd reaction to gauge by, but I mean her promo was okay. Now she's done better. Um she'll do better in the future, but you know. It happened. It happened. <laughs> that's not a good that's not a great response. No, it, I guess it, it's not that, that you know what, that's probably be me being too reductive about it. Yeah, it wasn't terrible, but it could have sounded, it could have come off better. It could have been cleaner. What do you think, Freddie? Um, it just didn't look like there was a reaction. I think it was just the crowd of where they were. I think like you said the, the Japanese crowd is different, so it doesn't, you know, you're not going to get that loud pop that you would at like a WrestleMania or a 
WWE show or whatever the case may be. So I, I just think it was kind of uh, circumstantial based on where she was. Anthony, what do you think? I didn't see or hear any reaction any different from what I've heard in New Japan. I know, I think we discussed that they're now allowed to be a little bit more vocal with their reactions. Uh, I also read somewhere that the attendance for this, it almost sounded like it was a limited capacity. They didn't even clear 25,000. I think it was 26,000. And Tokyo Egg Dome, I believe, holds more than that. So I think it holds 40. Yeah, I, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, I, I remember seeing in the clip of her and her debut noticing a lot of empty seats. So I I think that's just the typical Japanese crowd. I think it's going to take time to really gauge this sort of thing. And it could, you know, I, we, I've heard this quite a bit on um, something Russell with Bruce Pritchard where recently, for example, I heard an episode where they were talking about Ric Flair. Actually, I'm sorry, it was the Ric Flair... Uh, special that came in and and he he said it on this podcast that people didn't react to Ric Flair in 91 because the WWF fans didn't know who Ric Flair was that could have been the case with New Japan did New Japan fans also watch WWE because it seems AEW and New Japan have that relationship but WWE and New Japan haven't had that relationship in a long ass time so I, 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 I think it's too soon to really tell but I didn't think the reaction was any different from what I've seen in previous. Yeah, I mean, they're also not really big on, um, like, uh, debuts like we are here. Like, you know, we march somebody out and we've got you know, this music and all this other stuff. So there, you know, when she came out, I thought it was, it was an average response. I, what I'm curious to see is the next time they wrestle is going to be in, in California. And I'm curious to see what kind of reaction she gets there. And the other thing I'll say is um, fan reaction. I mean, the AEW shows like are good, but like the fan reaction like really makes those shows like better to me. Like the fans have really been into the shows the last few weeks. They've been like on on everything, um, every move, every interview. They've got something to say. They're yelling. They're you know carrying on, and it's really makes a difference and when you watch a new japan show it really is like church right and occasionally that, you, back for a while. you get like some polite applause a couple of yelling little here and there but otherwise they're very subdued so i'm curious to see when they move to they go to la what kind of reaction she gets we'll see kind of see then if it really makes a difference or not you know aren't we forgetting one real obvious thing too she came out and cut a promo in english I heard, brought up the name Kenny Omega earlier, and he used to get some reactions for his promos in, when he was in New Japan a lot, and he still gets some when he's there. But he also cuts his promos in Japanese. So, I mean, there is that simplicity of them understanding what's being said, I think, especially for a short promo like that. I, I think that has some weight on this. I mean, but Jericho like, used to do all of his promos in English. Jericho was so over. And they knew who he was, and they knew, you know, he was the rainmaker there and all that. You know what I mean? He had a... So, I mean... I, I, he, kinda, but wasn't Jericho being there as the rainmaker, wasn't that also him returning to Japan? Because yeah, I mean, he, wrestled, have a he wrestled there. Yeah. But it was a long time, though. It was a long time ago. Well, then that, that would speak to that fan base, though. Maybe they do have some recall and things mm -hmm. like that. 
I don't, and I don't really know that fan base very well, so yeah, I, I can't okay. really judge it. Yeah, I mean, all, it's all it's all fair, I think, to say that. We'll see in California, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right, so AW is debuting a new set along with their Inside the NBA music theme that they've been running with the past couple of weeks. Um, what do you guys think? New set. I, I, you know, at first, when the first show first started, I thought this seems very WWE style to me, but as the first match uh, entrances were going on, I was, I was like, actually, this, this fits pretty well. Um, makes it look a little bit more bigger than what it was in some respects. I mean, the old AEW entrances were pretty unique in itself, but I thought the visuals, the way they set it up, looked a lot nicer. I mean, in some respects, though, it did remind me of the 2011 Survivor Series specifically. Uh, Rob and I were there where they had the big screens with the participants on there. So, um, I don't know. I think it worked, but is it the bottom line is the product gonna be any better because just because there was a new set i think i think the product's what they need to focus on and not and i'm not i'm not bashing the product right now i'm just saying in general get, and this goes with wwe with all their visuals i've been saying this for years i don't care how freaking big the stage is how many lasers you want to shoot up how many fireworks you want to go off if the storylines suck i don't give a shit what you're giving me for pyrotechnics you know yeah rob what do you think I mean, it was fine. Um, I'm, that stuff really doesn't do for much for me. I'm much more interested in the actual wrestling and the storyline. So, I mean, I think it's good to change things up um, every so often. You know, put a new slap a new coat of paint on it. But it was fine. Um, you know, whatever. Yeah, uh, I'm with you. It was, eh, all right. I mean, it's it's a step up from the TNA double entrance heel face type entrance style that they had going, but yeah, it looks like a Titantron set that they used to sell for kick in the day. Yeah, <laughs> I think that was a TV move. Like that's them saying, okay, we want to make sure we have a because it looks better on TV. Than the old set and but i bet in person the old set probably looks better than the new set if that makes sense but um, yeah yeah thanks. hey while we're on the subject of aew uh just real quick did anybody hear what jeff jarrett had to say about the acclaimed which thing well i mean there was one long kind of diatribe he went on about how like you don't bring up my wife you don't bring up kurt angle like did he mention, is that where he mentioned maybe taking some liberties? Yeah, I, I'm curious to see. Do you guys still think it's an angle, or because I mean yes, they yeah. had a they had a kind of a regular match on Dynamite. I didn't see any shenanigans. A little bit. It looked a little chippy at the beginning. There were some points where I, I thought, uh, and I don't know if it was on purpose or what, but there were some points where it was like, oh, someone got a little shot in here. Did you like the Kurt Angle uh, tribute? Did anybody notice all the moves they did at one point were all Kurt Angle moves? We had an angle mm -hmm. slam. We had an angle lock. Yeah. We had a little bit of Kurt Angle celebrating. Yep. Uh, I mean, look, if it's an angle, they're they're all in. 
they, they know what they know what they were doing. Uh, yeah, I I listen to just about every week of my world leading into Ric Flair's last match, and Jarrett for like three four weeks in a row was playing into the angle like hard. So to me. Oh, he's old school, right? He's old, right. old, old school kayfabe, yeah. right? You, you, right? You sell it. Right, right. And, so. and and with the Ric Flair's last match, even the podcast leading in, there was one episode specifically where it wasn't just him. He had Karen and he had his dad in there going off on Flair. So this, this is just really classic storytelling and mm-hmm. kayfabe coming through like we haven't seen much of in the last 30, 40 years. Yeah, now they're having a no rules match, yeah. right on yeah. Friday tomorrow. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm a fan when you have to ask, like, "Oh wait, is there really something going on there?" I, I like when they do that. Okay. You know what I don't like is um, Braun Breaker. This guy has been the focal point of NXT for well over a year, and I'm watching last night. Or the other night, excuse me. And he's on the Grayson Waller effect. And I'm just like, somebody get this guy a manager or something. Stop giving him the microphone because he's no better than he was when he first debuted as far as the microphone goes. I don't see how he cuts it on the main roster, but do you guys think Braun can can make it or is he going to break it? That's where I'll disagree with you. I, I think he can. Um... Look, Roman Roman really didn't talk for for how long? And at the beginning his his promo skills weren't the best. He just kinda you didn't really notice it because you had Rollins and you had uh Ambrose to take care of the mic work. Um I, I think he definitely needs a mouthpiece. I think you you switch him up from you know that the happy go lucky when you move him up to the roster, to the main roster. Make him a heel, make him like a like a legit monster type character, and, and let him run that way. Give him a mouthpiece, let him talk when he needs to, but you know you don't have to have him cutting a fifteen minute promo by himself. I don't know. I'm gonna disagree. Um, I think the problem is he doesn't really have a character. Like he's Steiner's kid. Okay, well, what does that mean? Nothing. You know what I mean? Like they, they, they don't want to let him have that connection, right? They've given him a different name. They've they've alluded to it, but they're not really going a hundred percent with it. So like they, so just to just to let you know that they, they Grayson Waller did flat out call that out this week and he acknowledged it. So maybe they are swaying. I mean look but anyway, go, continue. Well, Roman Reigns was the enforcer in the shield, right? But he really didn't have a character till he became head of the table. The head of the table, right? Right. So I mean, you got to come up with some kind of character, even if it's just him, an extension of his own character. I'm not saying you have to make. He doesn't have to be like Duke the dumpster. He can be <laughs> right. a, himself. But like, they've got to come up with something, an angle for him to work. Like, what is his deal? Uh, and you I'm know? not. I'm not one to defend Roman Reigns prior to this run he's on now. But Roman was also a product of a very scripted era, where now they've gone in a different direction. They're Giving them bullet points and telling, letting them say it in their own way. So. Yeah, so maybe maybe he's the kind of guy that needs more of a script until he finds his way. Because so they're not really way, yeah. they're not really in, embracing the whole manager thing. I mean, other than Paul Heyman, 
right? In WWE, we really don't have... Like, I thought, like, LA Knight would have been a great manager. And, like, they let that go for a bit, and then they moved on for a bit. And man can talk. You know what I mean? Like, not everybody's got the gift of gab. And I don't think everyone can develop it. I think some people, like a Chris Benoit, you know, the name that should not come up, or a Dean Malenko really were great wrestlers, but really didn't have that that, that other part. And you can fix that. You can give them a manager, or you can come up with some kind of character where they don't say very much. But, you know, they do their talking in the ring. I mean, you got to come up with something. Like, he's got all the, he's got all those pieces except for that last part. they got to fix that last part somewhere. Yeah. Uh, maybe, well, it seems like they do do female managers. Could Could a female manager offset him? Does it have to be a male one? You know, I know there's not a ton, but you, we got Scarlett. No, you're, that's we not a bad thought, Zelina but like Vega. who? Uh, you know, you'd have to come up with something. I mean, is there, is there a woman in NXT you could see? Because I don't watch NXT nearly as much as you guys do. Is there a woman in NXT maybe that he could be paired with? <laughs> His real-life girlfriend, Cora Jade, maybe. I mean, Cora Jade's got a mouth on her, right? I mean, she can talk. That would actually be a great heel dynamic, you know? It could work. I think a lot of that is kind of moot until he does have that character, though. Where it's not just the novelty of him being a big guy who can can move. Who happens to be related to, you know, one of the most prestigious names and, you know, prestigious tag teams in wrestling history or whatever, but... He doesn't have that character, but that takes time, doesn't it? When did he de- debut anyway? It it was probably fall of twenty twenty one, but okay. So, but that being they said, could, they made him the focal point of the show. He's been in that title fine. picture almost since week one. But mm-hmm. it's the developmental show that does that wasn't doing house shows until what this year or this past, I guess last year now. I mean, that's the kind of stuff that you know it takes time though. Learn that, you know. They're the returning the shows, by the way. Time to learn that. Um, they did return, right? Or they didn't. They started back in the Florida circuit. They haven't gone full blown. Right. I think Vengeance Day is the first time There's... since Black and Gold, really, or pre-pandemic. Right. And the Black and Gold guys were people who were pretty much born in that circuit and doing that all over the world during the Black and Gold days. It wasn't so much a developmental thing. So what I'm saying is, if we're holding them... You know, we have to wonder what standard we're holding these guys against because we know it's going to take time. I don't think it's an he's an immediate, you got to rush him up to the main roster guy because you want to see what happens to him when he loses the title. What does he develop into after that? That's To me, that's what his NXT time should be. And that's when you'll find out, okay, can he really cut a promo? Can he, you know, do these things, tell a story in the ring and all, all that good stuff, but... I didn't. I don't expect to see that right away. Well, he lost his first title shot to Champa, and then he lost the title to Dol- uh, to Dolph Ziggler for a while there. Yeah, for like five minutes. But most of what, but the booking they've done for him every time when he's faced adversity is he gets angry, he goes too far, and then all of a sudden he channels himself, and he calms down until he gets the guy in the ring. Then they'll destroy him. It's been the same thing over and over again. Maybe the problem is he's a product of the Vince McMahon era. Maybe it was Vince that, that could wanted be this guy. Maybe he should be paired up <clears throat> with a tag team partner. Maybe a, a veteran that can kind of lead him through some of this stuff. Yeah, and maybe be the mouthpiece for him. Yeah, and I get NXT is developmental. 
But there were better names and better wrestlers that should have gotten a higher spot. I mean, how the hell oh, is Carmelo yeah, no Hayes not the champion at this point? Why is it? No, no doubt. Even- I'm, I'm not doubting any of that. I'm not saying there aren't better folks than him on that roster, especially Carmelo Hayes. Um, but um, and so what you're saying, pairing him up with somebody is isn't kind of what we always heard about how people got really how got, people got better in that business when they were on the road with people and they were on the road paired up with a veteran and they were on the road and that's who was really, you know, taking them under their wing and you know, taking them to school, so to speak. But they haven't had that. And I don't, I think that industry on the whole is trying to figure, trying to figure out, well, what can we do without that model or can we do it without that model? And I think you're realizing it's not that easy. They're realizing it's not that easy. So in this coming year, I expect that we're going to see more of that. These guys on the road, um, learning with a veteran here and there, and I think you'll see them improve. But yeah, I want to see Ron lose that title because Carmelo Hayes should be the guy with that title right now. Who are the veterans though? And then next day we've had good they, question. That's, we, we got, that's what I was going to say. Right, we yeah, got Apollo Cruz down there, and we got the New Day. You know, the New Day is just helping out. They're not going to be going on the road with NXT. Well, I mean, I was thinking more like if they're going to move him up to the main roster, you put him with somebody and you let him work with tag teams for a little while and just stay out of the mix. You know what I mean? Don't put him anywhere near the title. Just let him get some experience on the main roster with somebody. And then if he, you know, if he develops to where you're happy, then you start developing that singles run. So then what's the point of having a developmental territory? Well, I mean, look, you could at some point, you, you know, and you get to the minor leagues in baseball and then you move up to the major leagues and usually there's a veteran there that will take you under your wing. You got to learn that system. Right. So, I mean, the whole point is he learns the basics in NXT, but now he's got to learn how to react to raw. He's got to be a raw or a SmackDown character. Someone can help him transition through that. I mean, Rick Steiner had Eddie Gilbert. Help you know in the U in the UWF get him through the rough spots. Sting had Eddie Gilbert, so there was always somebody there to help transition these guys from the minors to the majors. So I'm just saying, there's got to be somebody maybe that that can take him under their wing and let him you know he doesn't have to be the main spotlight anymore. He could be another character on the show for a little while while he while he learns while he that finds style. Yeah, I agree. That's a that's a great idea, Rob. Five hundred thousand, baby. It's my going number. Get him in contact with Shawn Michaels. Make it happen. <laughs> if no, I get no, on the phone with Shawn Michaels, I'll have the job. <laughs> All right. Do we want to move into our predictions? Let's. Do, do we it. have anything else we want to talk about, or do we want to go to our predictions? Oh, before we before we jump into the predictions, mm-hmm. Charlotte Flair coming back and getting the title immediately. I was hoping we didn't need to what, talk about that. What do you guys think of that? Because I saw it. I wasn't watching the show live. I'm like, really? Come on. I mean, it's better than having Ronda run with it. But from what I saw every single year that Charlotte Flair has been on the roster, she has held the major women's title all the way from NXT to now, every year. Yeah, I did not watch the show live. I saw something pop up on Twitter, and I thought, oh, my God, please no. And I turned it on, and 
they've made her a face on top of it. I'm just like, you know, she's been gone since what, May? I didn't miss her one bit. And the second she came back, I was like, oh, fuck, here we go again. You know, as Rob would say, who cares? Okay. What I don't understand is why doesn't Charlotte have to earn anything? Like, she shows up, and two seconds later, she's got the belt on her. She didn't have to, you know, we didn't have to wait till there was no setup. We didn't have to wait till WrestleMania. It was just like, oh, she's here. Let's stick the belt on her again. And, you know, the fans were all excited to see her there. I imagine most people at home were groaning. Um, and how long before they get sick of her? And the complaining starts. Like, how many more, how many weeks? How many, you know, is it next week? I mean, Rhonda was a tragedy. I mean, she she has not evolved a bit. Like, I hope she walks away. Because to me, she's learned nothing. She's the same character she was the day she started. Same facial expressions. Shayna Baszler got nothing out of that relationship. Except looking like a punk who always lost. Like, I couldn't figure that out. I figured that that was how we elevate Shayna, right? We put her with Rhonda. And then when Ronda finally leaves, Shane is this beast who beats everybody. Instead, she was a lackey who did nothing. Right? And is no better off than when when Ronda started there, when they teamed up. So it did nothing for her. And now we have Charlotte again at the top. Yeah. Yay. I don't know. I just don't, I don't, you know, somebody online went through her reigns. And I know what she's like 14 now and like some of them are really short and like some of them she got like immediate title shots like they, they it was like a progression and it was like she never earned she earned like two of them. And then the guy was like, you know, try to remember any one of her reigns, anything she did, any one of her great matches you can't. You know, and I agree with that. I just don't understand. Just because her name's Flair doesn't mean everything should be handed to her on a silver platter. I just don't get it. And yet. You know, they couldn't wait to stick that belt right back on her. And I mean, for what? I don't know. On a, on a SmackDown, like they, they didn't want to save that for WrestleMania or anything like that. I really just don't follow the whole thought process. Like she walked through the door and they were like, put your bags down. You need to get, we're put, giving you the title right now. Hurry up. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, that's what it felt like. Right? It felt like she showed up. They Because they, Flair, I don't know if you heard, Flair said he didn't even know she, Ric Flair said he didn't even know she was there. Uh, and that I, she was I read somewhere that he was backstage, so I don't know if I believe that one. Well, he claims he left, so he never. Knew, she Wait, didn't know she was there. He was at the show, but he left. Yeah, he said he was drinking with some hockey players. <laughs> okay, found, the story ends right there. That's and found really out that she was she won the title, and he's like, "I had no idea. I didn't know she was there. I didn't know she was coming back." And I'm like, "Really? Your own daughter wouldn't give you a heads up?" No. I was drinking with some hockey friends. You know, and kamikazes are are not just for you know. Are not just, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Good job. <laughs> you know, I've been saying that Dexter Loomis was the worst booking Triple H has done since he took over. Charlotte's not too far behind winning the title. <laughs> right on every That's day. saying something because she's only been back for five minutes. I'd rather it's watch Dexter bad. Loomis put, give me a nap every night than freaking Charlotte. Did Did anybody watch that? Title match, by the way, that women's title match. Mm-hmm. Okay, so with her and Ronda, yeah. 
Oh, with um, no, with no, with one... it was actually. I thought it was a good match. Oh yeah, I thought it was a, a really good match. I, you just said that Ronda what... hasn't gotten any better in the last year and a half. Yeah, from what we were saying about that, led her to a good match. So yes and no. From that match, that was the best Ronda Rousey match I've seen since she got into the company. Of all any of them, um, that did not involve um, Becky Lynch or or Charlotte. Like the, that was the best Ronda Rousey match. And I thought, okay, that's a really good thing to build on. Maybe she's actually starting to learn something. And then Charlotte's music, new music hit, which was kind of the same music anyway. I don't know. But as soon as she walked out, were you like, oh, they're giving her the belt? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 It oh, wasn't yeah. even a question. <laughs> I was like, oh, here we go. And I was like, oh, I guess Ronda's going on vacation or something because that's, that's it. Charlotte Flair. I don't know if she's going to be a face, though. Oh, man. Because I, I, you never know. She just showed up now. She could come up on Friday and just run down the entire women's roster and, and the town that she's in and all that stuff and go classic heel. But I don't know. I think they're going to have to do a round uh, Charlotte rematch. I mean, it was she was supposed to be the face overcoming the heel here. I don't see it. You know, it Freddie's giving the thumbs down. I think and that's all that needs to be said there. Well, you know, my problem with Charlotte is the same problem I have with Bianca. Their characters don't lend themselves to be faces. If you walk around telling everybody you're the best at everything, I mean, you guys get pissed off at me when I say that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm the heel on this show. I know that. I don't care. Yeah, but, but like, I saw Bianca Belair like jog holding Otis on her shoulders. Not I my... have yet to see you doing anything like that. Come on over. I'll, I'll put you on my shoulders and jog with you. I feel like there's a fat joke in there somewhere. <laughs> my, my, my point being is their characters don't lend themselves to, to be, you know, you know, like there's usually, usually the, the face has some humility and, you know, they, they try to be like a good role model and like, these ladies, you know, are they, they, the arrogance that comes off them, like, doesn't lend itself to that. It doesn't come off to me as genuine. You know, so, I don't know. I, it's just, I'm more of, the, of a traditionalist. I want to see my heels being evil, and I want my good guys to be better people. This, this in-between stuff kind of always made me a little crazy, you know? Freddie, yeah. anything to add? No, you guys pretty much said it all. Like, there's, there's, there's not really much to add on that one. I, I wasn't a fan of it. I, I didn't, I don't particularly enjoy Charlotte, but I'd rather Charlotte than Rhonda. The lesser of two evils, in my opinion, because Charlotte can actually wrestle. Um, I just, I'd like to see somebody else get an opportunity. You know, maybe throw, throw the belt on Bailey at some point. Let her run with it, because I think. Uh, She's got a title reign coming her way soon. Or deserves one coming her way soon. All right. Well, we couldn't have predicted Charlotte was going to return this past Friday and become SmackDown Women's Champion again. But we can give you our predictions for 2023. And we apologize. We apologize. This is going to probably be a long episode. Unless someone just wants to read off mine for me. All right, let's just jump into it. We might as well rip the Band-Aid off at that point. Okay. 
I made a, it's funny. Whoa. I made a list that like I didn't realize we were going to have like what's going to happen at the Royal Rumble. I had like a list of just random predictions I wrote down. So I'm going to have to alter my list a little bit. But all right. Actually, our listeners might appreciate that you have the short list. <laughs> <laughs> all right, whatever. So who wants to start? Uh, why don't we go with uh, Breakout Superstar for 2023? I knew you were going to pick that one. I don't have anybody for that. <laughs> okay, I guess I should edit, edit, no, edit. Ahead. No, go ahead. I'll come up with somebody. You can go first. I, I think I have an idea. I just didn't write that one down. I actually, I, I need someone else to go first because I have, I have to come Let, up let's with Let's do it. that one last. Okay. <laughs> I have some ideas, okay. but I was like, okay, let's, let's... My prediction for 2023 is next year's list will be better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Welcome to Sold Out, ladies and gentlemen. All right, so why don't we start with the match predictions? How's that? Can we do that? <laughs> okay. Yeah, let's okay. try that. <laughs> okay, so... Let's start off on the WWE side, uh, the Royal Rumble. Who want, who would like um, to? Who do you guys think wins the men's Royal Rumble? All right, wait a minute. We all, I, I think we all seem to think it's going to be Cody, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Who do? You, if we don't think it's if it. All right. So we already think it's going to be Cody. Who would be the next person in line? Does anybody have a thought? If it's not Cody, who it would be? I think it should be KO then, but I think KO is the one that's going to face Roman at Royal Rumble. So after that, I have no idea. I don't think they built anyone up enough. Well, I mean, the good part about the Rumble is that's the buildup, right? You win the Rumble. Mm-hmm. Well, when have they ever yeah, done that? Well, yeah. I'm afraid. I'm. I would be afraid it would be The Rock. Oh. And I don't want that in the worst possible way. Just but, you know, yeah. hear me out, though. I mean, I could see The Rock winning the world title with the help of Sami Zayn. And that was going to be one of my predictions, is that they are going to throw Sami out of the bloodline. And he's going to not win the world title, but he's going to cost Roman the world title. The world title. And I could see this scenario where, you know, Roman's handling The Rock. And Sammy comes out, you know, with, and kicks him, and The Rock gets the pin. You know, I, I, of course, they take the belt off The Rock soon after, but I could see that scenario. But I think Cody, I think we're all right. I think it's going to be Cody. I don't see how it couldn't be. Yeah. At this point, I think it's all him. If Cody's able, I think he should be. No, Anybody they... have a Dark Horse candidate? <laughs> <laughs> like one probably won't win, but hey, that would be interesting if they did. Somebody from NXT. And NXT. I wouldn't mind sword. seeing Sami Zayn win the Rumble. I think he's the he's the hot hand right now. Do you actually see him making it to WrestleMania, or do you think he loses like along the way? He loses that shot. Um, that would be yeah. I mean, I think you could play it out like the whole Batista Triple H storyline back in '05, except that. You know, Sammy's reluctant, where Batista was all in. It's like Sammy wins by accident, you mean? No, well, Sammy, not expecting wins the Royal Rumble, gets all excited and realizes what that means. And then the storyline is Roman saying, you're not going to take this title shot. Come on. Who are you kidding? You're just going to lay in the ring. You're going to lay down for me at WrestleMania. It'll be the easiest night of my life. Come on. You know, something like that. 
kind of like the Jey Uso treatment from a couple of years back. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, exactly. If they went that route, I don't think they're going to go that route. But anyway, I'd like to see what would happen if L.A. Knight won. I don't know why. I just like him. I like him too. I don't think he'll be a title content, world title contender, happen. but he's already facing Bray Wyatt. So in a mm. Mountain Dew pitch black match, whatever the <laughs> fuck that is. Right, what the fuck that is. What is that going to be? The Mimosa Mayhem 2 or something? Does that mean they <laughs> drink Mountain Dew in the dark and whoever throws up first is the loser? Maybe that's the winner. <laughs> You know, I pledge. I pledge to find a bottle of Mountain Dew Pitch Black and dr- no, I'm not going to drink it during the Royal Rumble. I'll never get to sleep that night. Never mind. I take that back. Yeah. Okay. All right, women's Royal Rumble. Money in the women's Royal Rumble. Uh, Bailey. Yeah, Bailey. Mm-hmm. I actually think it's going to be Rhea Ripley, and that's going to oh. set up Rhea versus Bianca I, Belair. I could see that. That would work too. I'd like mm-hmm. that. I could see that for sure. Can you imagine Rhea with the belt at the end of, uh, well, not at the end, but during WrestleMania with with Dominic standing there hugging her like mommy, <laughs> just hugging her leg. <laughs> I, I, he, he's getting married. He is. Saw the, yeah, and you know, if Vince was still in charge, he would have. He would have. Future endeavored him for that one. So they announced it, and uh, all the comments were like, "What does mommy think?" You know, and I'm like, <laughs> "I'm like, dude, fresh off that prison promo, too." Yeah, he should he should have done he should have done like uh, prison Mike, like uh, Michael Scott on the office. If you haven't seen that, you have to see it because it's hysterical. It's he should have done that kind of. He should have put like a headband on and been like, you know, this is prison Mike. Well, wait till Monday. You don't know. <laughs> That would have been funny. <laughs> it was the d- d- deceptors. <laughs> you know, did you guys notice the teardrop tattoo? Yeah. <laughs> I saw that. I was like, what the hell? Hilarious. I gotta say, for all the shit I was talking about that guy, he's really killed it the last few months. He's been entertaining. I, I, yeah, but it's not it's not in the ring though. That's the problem. <laughs> his ring work. I don't think his ring work's been that bad either. It's not no. great, but well, look, man's most of never them need are, a weight. Most of them are not great these days. Let's be honest here. The man's never seen a weight in his life. <laughs> Apparently, they told him he's got to get on the weights. Really? That should be the next yeah. prison um, vignette. Just him in the yard. Did you ever see? Did you ever see the muscular guys? Did you ever see Seinfeld when Uncle Leo goes to prison, and he's like, "Hello, Jerry." (laughs) (laughs) He should be doing that. (laughs) Hilarious! Somebody answer that phone. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so money, money in the bank. (laughs) Who's taking home the men's money in the bank this year? Before we get into that. I'm actually a little ticked off. They announced that it's at the O2 Arena in London. I'm landing in England that same day, but up in Manchester. Uh-huh. I got all excited. I saw the announcement. Like, oh shit, I'm going to be there. Oh fuck. How long no, the drive Manchester. is that? It's it's. I did the drive. It's like four hours. I'm not doing that, especially when I'm just landing. But I was like, fuck, I'm going to be there, and I can't go. I want to see you talk your wife into 
we're landing in London and we're going right to Money in the Bank. She already she would kill you. She was already like, "Oh, well, we already started booking stuff there." I was like, "Don't worry about it. It's it's not your fault." I mean, who the fuck but, knew? Who who knew? But honey, it's mon- it's Money in the Bank, honey. I've been to a Money in the Bank in Philly. I don't think I've ever seen a Money in the Bank. I don't think when I went, it was Steven's bachelor party. It was yeah. Philly 2013. Right, right. We're anyway, getting off topic anyway. here. Who do we think is going to win? No, it is. And we we're talking about Money in the Bank. Uh, I'm going to, on the men's side, I'm going to say Sami Zayn. I, you know, WWE's notorious for having us wait a little too long for certain things. And on the women's side, I'm going Shayna Baszler. Hmm. I'm going to go with. Oh, I don't even know. Boston Theory. Again, back to back. Yeah. Two years in a row. Hmm. Yeah. Wouldn't it be the Why first not? time. He's, he's the hot hand. I'm going to go with Gunther. I could see Gunther getting money in the bank. I've never, I don't know if the inter- Intercontinental Champion... Has the Intercontinental Champion ever been in a Money in the Bank match? I think so, um, but not... Yeah. Not, yeah, but I don't think they've ever won it. Hmm. I think um, so. I had him as a dark horse, not in my prediction for the Rumble, but I think LA Knight would win the Money in the Bank ladder match. And for the women's, because I had Bailey winning the Rumble, I have Rhea Ripley winning the Money in the Bank match. I think she's she's already the most dangerous woman on the roster, but she becomes a complete monster with that with that briefcase. Freddie Rob, I'm yeah, sorry I, I missed I, it. I, Who'd you say for women's? I didn't. I, I think agree, Nikki I Nikki Cross. Nikki Cross wins again. Yeah. I agree with Jason on that one. On the uh Rhea Ripley. I, I could see that. I, I think it would give a whole another dynamic to how much of a badass her character is. Isn't it funny with the judgment day, she's like the breakout character? Yeah. I thought like it was there Priest. and Priest is there, and you're like, oh, they're good, you know, whatever. But she's like the one like you want to watch. Yeah. And she's mm-hmm. the one making all the waves. And you would have thought with Finn Balor and, and Damian Priest, it would be them. It's not, it's her. Yeah. Also, with that rare intergender match happening on uh, primetime television. Okay. All right. Uh, keeping up with the match theme, let's jump over to AEW briefly. Uh, Casino Battle Royale. Any thoughts there? Jungle Boy. Again. You're very original. You're going for repeat winners here, buddy. <laughs> I think. I think I'm going with Hot Hands. I or you know what? Let me change that. I think Hook is going to win. Mm, you read my mind. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. I, I think, because I don't think the Casino Battle Royale winner is going to get the title, I'm, I actually think they're going to go with Eddie Kingston. He hasn't even been on TV recently. I know, I know. Hopefully all is well with him. But yeah, I, I think Eddie Kingston, because it just seems like the Casino Battle Royale winners never win the title. So who could you have that fans would be behind, but it wouldn't hurt him too much to take that loss. And the Dan other, <laughs> I would love to see Danhausen win the Casino Battle Royale, but <laughs> I don't want to see him win anything at this point. I want to see him wrestle. Jesus Christ! Yeah. 
I mean, all he does is get kicked and punched in the face and kicked all the time. I'm like, doesn't the guy ever win anything? All right. You know, I'll, I'll give you an interesting name for that, but considering that it's somebody who usually loses the match, uh, Miro, who could use any kind of win or any time, kind of TV time at this point. Hmm. All right, uh, and then Casino. Uh, no, we did that. Diamond, Dynamite, Diamond Ring. I just want MJF because I'm like, he's won it what four times, three or four yeah. times. Keep it on him. Ricky Starks. Hmm. Came close this year. Uh, mm-hmm. Or last year, per se. I have Jungle Boy. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I had I had my prediction so much different than these. This is hard to come up with a a, champ, a championship name. So yeah, I, I'd say Danielson. Hmm. Why not? Why not? Brie can pawn it off. <laughs> well, you know what? Danielson's actually not a big choice. Not a bad choice because if he doesn't win the world title from MJF, I right. could see him beating MJF for the diamond ring as like almost like a consolation. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's not a bad choice. All right. Uh, Rob had suggested comings and goings. Do you want to explain that one a little bit? I think I know where yeah, you're going I, with it, but I, I, I'm good. I was thinking, who do I think is going to leave WWE and who is going to leave AEW? So, for example, I had my list. Let me bring up my little list here. Um, I think Ronda's going to leave. Um, I think on the AEW side, I think FTR. Andrade, Miro, all leave. I think Kota Ibushi signs with AEW. I know he's been talking about leaving New Japan. I think he's it's a a really easy transition for him. I think Will Ospreay signs with AEW. I think Nick Aldis and Matt Cardona sign with WWE. And I think at some point we're going to get Sasha Banks in AEW. Even if it's maybe it's just for some appearances, I think that New Japan relationship. I don't think she signs she wrestles full time, but I think she's like a special attraction. So I I got a few people I think are just are gonna move around a little bit. So that's what I was thinking this year. That's my predictions. So anybody else want to jump in? Uh so I had Mine are not as exciting as yours. Um, on the WWE side, I had uh, Chelsea Green. I had I added Matt Cardona because I think you're right. If Chelsea goes, then if I'm picking Chelsea, then Cardona has to right. go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I actually think Sasha Banks is going to end up back in WWE eventually. I think, uh, although there's rumors that, and I think this is just Melzer trying to stir the stir shit up that. WWE's like, oh, let Sasha get it out of her system. She'll be back. I don't know. I don't. I think that's BS. I don't think that's. They said that, but I could see Sasha Bank at WWE after she scratches the itch with a, at New Japan. And then the last one, WWE. I think Rusev returns. I, I don't think Miro stays in AEW, and it especially with Lana talking smack about AEW lately. You know, yeah. I, I don't think she's doing that in. Uh, you know, unless Miro said she has an agenda. Right. <clears throat> On the AEW side, I actually don't have anything that exciting. I think Deanna Perrazzo moves to AEW. 
I think, and then two disgruntled WWE guys that are still disgruntled to this day, I think are going to end up over there. I think we're going to see Mustafa Ali go over there. Is what it, you know, nothing's changed with him under the Triple H regime. And then I think Dolph Ziggler is going to go to AEW. His brother's already over there, and what is he really doing for WWE? Um, and then I take it a step further. I have four people that I have marked WWE's going to future endeavor, and they ain't going to end up anywhere. And that's Lash Legend, Lacey Evans. I think they're going to screw up this return of hers, and she's gone. Uh, Dexter Loomis, again. And then uh, Shantae Adonis, because I just don't understand what that guy brings to the table. At least top dollar, I could see something in. Ashante, Lacey no. Evans, they just don't want to pull the trigger on her for whatever reason. Yeah, so I don't know, know why they just don't cut her loose. Their, their best yeah. shot with her was when she was doing that Southern Belle character. That was the only interesting one she's had. Well, in NXT, they also had pushed the Marine American storyline for a little bit. And I think that could have worked, but they just gave up on it so quickly. I, I feel like Soldier only works as a character for Sergeant Slaughter. I just I don't see how it's a character, or is it just that she didn't give it the depth that was needed? I don't know, but it just seems like a very shallow character. I, I think I don't think Vince gave it a shot, but let, let, let's see what happens because that's kind of the direction they're going with her now. Anyway, um, Freddie, Jason, jump in here. I think most of the WWE guys that left to AEW will be some way or another coming uh coming their way back the one i'd be most excited for is ftr for them to really kind of re-kickstart the tag division um and aw what who, whoever's let go from wwe basically who, whoever whoever's the whoever's wow lacy evans welcome to aew can you say cop out <laughs> <laughs> Do you think do you think Tony Khan would sign him? I don't think Lacey Evans brings anything to the table. I don't don't think think Tony Khan would bring her in. Also, they have so many women in that division. I don't think they need to bring anyone else in who isn't uh who wouldn't like proceed move that needle. (laughs) Tony Khan will sign her just to push her to an immediate TBS shot. Let let Jade Cargill destroy her and that'll be the end of it. Right. But he's also Ruby Riot, Amber Moon, two people who didn't move the needle in WWE and brought them right over. So you can have a huge women's division, but your women's division is shit. So it really doesn't. I'm just well. I'm keeping it real, boys. One of my predictions was going to be that AEW is going to create a women's tag team title because now I think they have enough women that they could actually put one together. Um. I know they were talking about maybe setting up a mid-card title. I think that's a big mistake. You already have the TBS title. You, you already have the Women's World title. You don't need another singles belt. You definitely need a tag team belt, though. So I can see them adding another tag team championship for the ladies. So, But Lacey Evans brings nothing to the table, so I don't see why anybody would sign her. She should go the Mandy Rose route. Fan site. 
right, so I'm not. In, I personally am not interested. Would anybody really care? <laughs> I, you know what? I've seen st- people post stuff of her on Reddit and going nuts over it. I personally don't get it, but she looks like every other woman I've ever seen in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mandy Rose is from in Florida, so Florida. <laughs> okay. Anyway, Jason, you. Uh, you guys pretty much covered all the main ones that I was thinking of. Really, the two biggest Pop ones out. will be... No, seriously, FTR returning to WWE, especially after that promo they gave uh, in New Japan yesterday or last night. Well, yeah, they, they've dropped all the belts now, right? They have nothing. Yeah, so they're they're free to basically untethered to any of the independents anymore. So yeah, they can I, go I, anytime. I could see them, you know, doing the given the guns, the gun club or whatever they're called, giving them the rub and then just heading back to WWE. Um, and then, yeah, I want to see Miro. I want to see Rusev Day back. I just want I want Rusev back in WWE. Do you guys anticipate them splitting up the titles again? Well, we could cover that when we go through our champions. Okay. Um, I'm just going to... I'm going to take Rob's role for a second. You guys really think FTR goes back to WWE, especially after Brian James has been talking all this shit? Yes. Yep. Really? 100%. Okay. Yep, that just adds more to zeros onto the paycheck. Yeah, there is business to do, money to be made. And as we all know, Dex Harwood loves doing things that can help him provide for his family. So. Yeah, yeah, they go back without hesitation. Yeah. All right. On the first plane. All right, so let's let's go through the mid-card champions. Um I'm going to assume I'm the only one that bothered with the NXT North American title. I, I didn't pick anything NXT. So. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't pick any NXT stuff. Okay. I went um, straight to the big I'll, one. I picked NXT chat. All right, I'll run through mine. Uh, North American NXT. Uh, I think Grayson Waller will get the belt at some point. Uh, I think Ilya Dragunov beats him for the belt at some point. And then I think by the end of 2023, Tony D'Angelo is North American champion. All right, uh, mid-card AEW, we could start off with the TBS title, currently held by Jade. Uh, I have on mine uh, that Chris Statlander is going to finally beat her when she gets back. So I think Jade's kind of holding the belt uh, in place until she gets back, and then she's going to... Because I think she was poised to win it, and then she got hurt. So I think she's going to be the next AEW uh, TBS champion. Yeah, I'd go. I'd go Statlander or Tony Storm on the TBS belt. I think um, Statlander's going to get it. I think I feel like Sheeta's going to get it at some point, just so they can she can add it to her resume. Yeah, I I thought about Statlander. I did not include her. Um, I just feel like she's too injury prone right now. Uh, I think I put and you know, granted, going into how things went with last night's show. Maybe this wouldn't be the case. I picked Takara Shida to beat Jade. And then I think by the end of the year, because the TBS title, let's be honest, Jade's Jade's improved by leaps and bounds, but it, she was green for most of this title reign. Uh, I think Ty Conti is going to actually get the belt for whatever reason. It's interesting that, that uh, Jade, they've kept a lot of people away from her. Like Tony Storm, like Shida, like, People that can really go, I think they, they've done that on purpose, I think, until she gets more experience. 
and uh, you know learns a little bit more of the craft. They're not going to put her in the ring with a Britt Baker. They're not, you know, because I think she, I think she would look bad. And no fault of her own, she's just a rookie. Um, but I think I'm waiting for that. Like you know, she's walking around with that belt, and she really doesn't have a lot of challengers other than you know, Ny- I guess Nyla would be the best, biggest challenger she had. I'm curious to see if that turns at some point. Either they do they turn her face, or does somebody like Britt Baker decide it's time I'm going after that belt? Because to me, the the TBS belt is kind of like the secondary belt. So I'm curious to see in the course of the year if she loses that, you know, loses to Chris Stratton. They're like, I think she will. Does she now go after the AEW title? So it'll be interesting to see. All right, the on the men's mid card, we have the All Atlantic title. I'll keep it brief. I could see I got five people I could see winning this belt because that belt seems to change hands quite frequently. I think uh, we're going to see the man with the hat, Jake Hager, win it. Uh, I could see Brody King winning it. Um, I almost wanted to pull this guy off because after Dynamite last night, I'm not sure I feel this way anymore, but I had Darby Allen on here. Uh, I think Jeff Jarrett's going to win it, and I think Jungle Boy takes it off Jeff Jarrett by the end of the year. Not necessarily in that order, but I think Jarrett is towards the end of the year with Jungle Boy beating him. I had um, Jay Lethal at some point. I think he will take it. Um, And Kip Sabian is kind of possible. I could see them switching the belt over to him out of nowhere just to do it. I I know that I see that reaction, but I could see them doing it just out of nowhere. Um, And then those were the two main title changes I had. But you mentioned Jungle Boy. I guess I can see that. And he's got to win something sometime. I'm going to go with uh, Alistair Black. Or whatever his name is. I keep forgetting. <laughs> okay, I was about to say. Who's Alistair Black? <laughs> <laughs> I, forget, I forget his name right now. But I, Malachi. I do, Mal, thank you, Malachi Black. I think he's going to win the belt at some point. Um, I also think I, when we get to the six, well, we haven't talked about the six-man belts yet, so I'll stay away from that for the moment. See where you're going. Yeah, I had, I had Jungle Boy and Brody King on that one. All right, uh, TNT title. Um, I this kind of ties into what we saw this last night. Uh, I think, I think Darby Allen will drop it to Malachi Black. I think Ricky Starks is gonna win it at some point. Um, I, I think Eddie Kingston's gonna finally get an AEW title. It's gonna be the TNT title. And then I think they're going to play into that beef that he had with Claudio in the middle of last year. And I think Claudio, by the end of the year, will be TNT champ. I think they're going to give uh, Darby a run. I don't think he's going to lose the belt right away. Um, I don't know. I could see Daniel Garcia at some point wearing that belt because I think they were starting to give him a push. For a while there, so I think it's if you're going to continue that push, he should get a reign. Um, I don't know. I mean, that belt. They, I, you would think they would use that belt to propel people into the world title picture, like the U.S. belt used to be back in the day, and they don't. So it's hard to really pick who would win because it seems random at times. But um, I could see Ricky Starks holding the belt at some point too. I think he deserves a title reign at some point. Yeah, I got uh, Ricky Stark, Big Will, 
or Big Bill, right? Is that what his name is now? Yeah, Big Bill. Morrissey. Who cares? Big Bill. Yeah, basically. Hey, so you can't teach that, man. About this, <laughs> same thing about this title. Who cares? Because they don't do anything with it. So Sting, hey, I'll throw Sting's name in there. Sting said this year he's not wrestling yeah. any singles matches anymore, so yeah. I would not uh, throw him in there. Thank you. I was going to say, uh, he said he only did he's tag declared team he's matches. a tag team wrestler only now. That is the best way to ensure an undefeated streak. <laughs> it's the best way not to be in the main event, too, because how many yeah. tag team matches actually go into the main event? Very few. Very true. Right. So. All right, who do you got, Jay? Yeah, I see... I see Garcia getting a chance, but I hate to say this. The only way I see him taking that title is if Sammy Guevara wins it. And the only way I could live with Sammy Guevara winning a fucking title again is if Daniel Garcia turns around and takes it. Freddie um, just left. I don't blame him. No, I don't blame him. I don't blame him. Just, I just feel like that's an interesting story between them two that, that they're having. I wish it could be with anybody else, but that's who they paired together. Um, I see, I do see Malachi Black taking a run at it with at Darby Allen, but I don't think he's going to take it. I think they're going to be, that faction's going to be busy elsewhere. And I would like to see Miro take it. If he doesn't, if he doesn't leave, I want to see Miro take the title. All right. Um, going over to the WWE main roster, uh, start off with the U.S. title on Raw. So I think I think Theory is going to keep the title till WrestleMania, where he's going to drop it to Johnny Gargano. Uh, I think Finn Balor is going to end up beating Gargano for the belt. At some point, and I think by the end of the year, Tommaso Ciampa is going to be your U.S. champion. Mm. I forgot about the. I, I could see that one. Um, I think Theory will hold it for a while. I think we'll see. Uh, <clears throat> we'll definitely see. Probably. I don't want to say. I don't want to say Lashley again, but possibly Lashley. Um, yeah. And then uh, Bronson Reed. I could see him maybe getting the U.S. title. Yeah. Um, I could, instead of Balor, I could actually see Priest getting that U.S. title. I don't know why. I feel like they're going to build him. He's going to have a chance to to build towards that because I, I see other stuff in line for Balor. But uh, yeah, him, yes to Gargano. Hate to say this, I think The Miz is going to be in for another title run. Of brief, but another title run. And, and the only reason I hate to say this because I just don't think he needs to have a title right now. I don't think it does anything for anyone. But yeah, those, those are the three I see with it. Oh, but I do think Theory loses it shortly before Money in the Bank. So he's going to hold it for a while. Yeah, I was going to say, I think Theory's going to hang on to the belt for a while. Um, I could see him losing to Gargano, but they really haven't pushed Gargano in a way to make him a credible challenger. 
Um, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that Ali gets a, a short reign because he seems to always be lurking around the title picture. I can see him getting a, uh, a title match like Theory's Hurt or something and him sneaking in and getting the title, not holding it very long, but giving him a reign to kind of shut him up. Um, and by the end of the year, I still think we'll have some theories in the picture somewhere. I think he's still holding the belt. I just I'm not really sure who they're going to transition it to. Um, you know, Gargano's a good choice as any. I don't think I, I think Lashley and and Rollins are going to be chasing the world title by the end of the year because I think we're going to have two world titles. So I don't think they're in the U.S. title picture anymore. And I'm trying to think who's someone they could elevate who hasn't held the U.S. title before. And I really can't come up with anybody off the top of my head. So, you know, I, I'm going to go with the usual cast of characters. You could see, I could see Priest or Balor having U.S. title reign in there somewhere. Okay, so uh, let's move on to the Intercontinental title. Um, this really pains me to say this, but... Um, I think Hunter Reign is going to end soon um, to Braun Strowman. I really hate saying that. I hate the idea. But that's what I think is going to happen. Um, I do think Hunter's going to win that belt back, though. Um, I think we do see Sheamus with the Intercontinental title again uh, sometime this year. I th actually, I'm sorry, not again. This would be his first reign. I think it's the only belt I was going to he say, he's won. never won it before, yeah, right? He's so. never won it before. And then... I think uh, in a surprise return to the ring, I think by the end of the year, we're going to see Big E back and Intercontinental Champion. I know that should make Jason happy. I mean, the idea he could wrestle again would make me happy. So, yeah. I don't think he's ever wrestling again. So That's fair, too. I mean, I don't I don't the should. fact that he's walking and able to live a normal life makes me happy. Him being able to wrestle again is like, that's gravy. So. Mm. Um, I will say this. I don't think Braun Strowman's going to win that match. I, I think they're going to make, I think WWE is going to keep him as an attraction. So Gunter's going to hold on to that title for a while. Um, probably, possibly until when is Clash at the Castle again? They haven't announced if they're going to do that again. And I'm thinking uh, Clash at the, the Castle. Sorry, Money in the Bank. Money in the Bank's Money. July 1st. I wouldn't be surprised if around that time, give or take a month, that's when he drops it to Sheamus. And after that, I don't think you're going to see it change hands much through the year unless it goes to Solo Sokoa. Because those two, Sheamus and Solo, have had a little bit of, of a nice rivalry going. I unfortunately agree with Anthony that Braun's going to get the belt because they're setting him up that Gunther is, you know, they're beating him down and that kind of stuff. So I think, you know, to get his comeuppance, he's going to win it. But I think he's going to lose it back. I think Gunther's going to beat him. And then I think it's going to come down to we're going to get another Sheamus Gunther rematch. We have to. And I think that's where Sheamus wins the Intercontinental title. So I, I agree with you guys. I think it's just going to be two guys, Brain. I think it'll be. Seamus and Gunther will hold it throughout the year. I don't think that one's going to bounce around much. I think it'll be those two. 
and maybe a solo because I, I could see him kind of getting pushed into that upper mid card once uh once the bloodline runs its course if it does because now they're like nwo tip with uh with sammy kind of leading the charge and jay and so once kind of roman takes his sabbatical i could see them kind of running that for a little bit and then you know we'll see what happens all right um all right so now we're on the world champions um i'm gonna run through my nxt list because no one else did this um nxt uh women's tag team i th- the only put team I put was Wendy. I could see Wendy Chu and Roxanne Perez at some point being tag team champs there. The women's world title, I think Cora Jade is going to be the one to take out Roxanne Perez. Uh, Cora is going to get a little rain, and then Nikita Lyons is going to win that belt. And then I think by the end of the year, we're going to see Tiffany Stratton, uh, who I know has been off the TV for a while. Uh, on the men's side, tag team, I think the tag team title is going to be bouncing around like a hot potato. Um, I think Indashir is going to win the belt next. And then the Creed Brothers will win it from Indashir. Uh, after that, I think the Dyad, Jagger Reed, and Rip Fowler will finally get a tag team title reign. It's too bad it wasn't when they were the Grizzled Young Veterans, but I think we'll see that. And then Brooks Jensen and Josh Briggs would beat them for the belts. And then on the men's, I just I think Carmelo Hayes' time is coming. I think it's we're going to see that probably around WrestleMania weekend. And then Braun, I think Braun Breaker wins it back by the end of the year, so not too much on the men's side. Uh, so let's jump to AEW for the world champion. Uh, so we'll start off with the trios belts, and I'm just going to tell you guys right now, this is the one title I didn't bother with because I don't give a fuck. So someone else can go ahead on that one. I think a lot. Of, I think we might be thinking the same thing, that House of Black has to take that trios titles at some point i don't know if we're all thinking that but i just well, feel like who, do you, who wins this best of seven do you think it's the elite wins <sighs> who's the uh who's the powers that be the elite still <laughs> they, yeah, even, I mean, they're the even listed as evps on the roster now though, which makes yeah. it even worse and i mean then what have they won now three in a row yep yeah so the elite yeah and then i think i think you're right i think house of black is poised to win yeah. and I, I think um i think they hold it for a good portion of the year i don't really see another six-man team that that will take it off i can't envision one at this point i'd have to see who they decide to put up against the next because there were a lot of three-man teams and now it seems like they've kind of backed off of that a little bit like you still have best friends and then I'm trying to think, like, who's next? Like, would you put the acclaimed and Billy Gunn in there? Maybe? You could. You could do the threesome from the Blackpool Combat Club, I suppose. The threesome from the, the Jericho the, Appreciation Society, but, right? Yeah. The Dark Order is only three guys left. So whatever is, that faction is would swerve and two. Yeah, I mean, they could be them. Boys. They don't have a name, right? But there's there's three of them. I think they do have a name, but honestly, that was the best part of Dynamite last night because it allowed me to fast forwards through their entire segment. You didn't watch the AR Fox? I don't give two fucks about anything Swerve Strickland does. He's one of my fast forward breaks. That is a shame. But yet he wasn't on your hated list last week. No, I don't hate. I don't. He's not on my top five. 
Was he number six? He wasn't an honorable mention. I just I just don't like the guy. He's not worth my time. I don't hate him. I just have nothing for him. I hate him, I but I have nothing pretty, for him. I don't. You know. I think he's pretty great. Yeah. Good for I you think guys. He's a great That's wrestler, fine. and he's really annoying. Like I really, you really want to hate him. All right. Well, so I, I, you I think guys he's going to be. Segments. Hey, can I ask you a question of, about that list you guys made last week? Um, no, no, no. I noticed one of you was choosing people who he could hate on the basis of being a human being. Like, Rob chose some people who had done some very heinous things. <laughs> and then the rest of the lists were, yeah, I just don't like him. I, I think uh, I made like, that comment. Freddie's like, yeah, I don't like Tommy Dreamer. I was like, okay. All right, that, that at least has some history. <laughs> right, yeah. but I mean, like, I gave, like, this his- historical context, and the other guys were like, uh, yeah, I don't like him. I, I gave reasons for each one. No, they were very different kinds of like I didn't know it was very different. Some were on the basis of their wrestling, and then some were on the basis of no, you suck as a person. Yeah, and I just enjoyed that difference a lot. Actually, Rob's was you suck as a person, specifically with yeah. Hogan. Well, yeah, of course. Hogan, Tammy, <laughs> Fritz right, von Erich, okay, right. horrible so, people. Folks, we're sorry. <laughs> we're probably we're let's, already like an hour and thirty minutes in. Yeah, let's right, wrap let's, this up. Let's. Let's wrap this list up. Let's go through these pretty quick. Um, what do we got? The trios, right? We're finishing that one up. We're done. Uh, House yeah. of Black and, and the Elite. That's, yeah. Okay. Tag team. Um, I have three teams winning the belts this year. Uh, I have Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara. I'm sure you guys love that one. <laughs> but I think that's going to happen. Uh, I think the Young Bucks, because they just can't help themselves. And then I think actually the F- FTR will be the Young Bucks for the belts. I don't think FTR is going back to WWE. Um, go ahead, Freddie. Yeah. Uh, the Bucks, the acclaimed, um, uh, maybe maybe you get Penta and uh, Phoenix, another one, because I feel like they're. Uh, tag division is gonna kind of deplete a little bit. So, the, those are mine for this year. <clears throat> I definitely think the Lucha Brothers are gonna get a tag team ring. Um, and my Dark Horse team, if they really take off, I could see Jungle Boy and Hook maybe getting a tag team ring in there if they're not ready to push them as singles. I could see them kind of sneaking in there and maybe beating. You know, maybe if like a Jericho and a Sammy Guevara really do t- take the belts, I could see like Jungle Boy and Hook taking it right off of them like the following week. I don't know. And the acclaimed will always be in the picture, I think. I think they're just, you know, they always need to be near the top. They're a hot team. So and that's really their homegrown team, the acclaimed. So I'd like to see them always stay in that picture. They'll have it. Um, I do agree. I don't think the Young Bucks will be able to help themselves. Um, But I also agree with FTR in the first half of the year. So I'm going to come back to that later. All right. Uh, AEW Women's. um, I only only put two names down. I think uh, Soraya is going to win the belt. I think they're just building it up that way, you know, successful comeback from career-ending injury and what have you. And then I think Dr. Britt actually will get the belt back by beating Soraya. So, 
Sorry, my women's list ain't that exciting this year. Yeah, I, I, I had two. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. Yeah, uh, on mine I had two. It was Soraya and Britt. I don't really see anybody else. Maybe Jade getting in there once she drops the TNT. But for right now, I think it'll be those two. She, she got the TNT belt, really. She could or the take TBS. The Sorry. I think at um, this point, yeah. Go ahead. No, 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 you're good. I, I, I was going to say, I don't know who's going to win it uh, during the year, but the year ends with Jade winning it. I mean, nobody's picked Thunder Rosa to get back into the picture, huh? Don't even know when she's coming back or if. Well, they're saying maybe like February. She might she's, have it. Might she's have been one. appearing backstage. So I'm just thinking it's interesting that no one's, and no one's brought up Hangman Page either. In the title picture, so I guess no one in, thinks in the uh, women's picture. Really, I meant I said in the title picture. We didn't so get I'm we didn't get of, to men's yet. Yeah. He's not on my the All Atlantic title. Is that what you meant? Maybe I don't know. That out of <laughs> I think he's going to beat Moxley, so I think they got to do something with him. Mm. Okay, for Moxley, hope he gets to take that vacation this year. All right, uh, men's. Um, and I put this down before they announced the Iron Man match, so totally transparent here. I think Brian Danielson will beat MJF. I don't necessarily think it's going to be at Revolution, but I think he'll he'll topple him at some point. Uh, I think Adam Cole's going to win, provided he could come back from injury because it's it's been a while for him. And I think by the end of the year, we're going to see Samoa Joe with the AEW title. All right, for me, AEW title, MJF, Danielson, um, who's it? Wardlow. I could see him possibly getting a title reign towards the end of the year. And um, maybe, what, what's his name? Claudio now? Claudio. I'll throw him in that title picture too. So I don't see uh, Danielson winning the belt. I don't think he wants it. I think he's gonna. You, they're gonna use him to put MJF over, and eventually, I think they're gonna set Wardlow. I think by the end of the year, I think Wardlow wins the belt, but I think MJF keeps it the rest of the year. Yeah, um, I'm in agreement when it comes to Brian Danielson. I don't think he necessarily wants the title. We know he doesn't need it. He just wants to enjoy whatever this last part of his career is gonna be in AEW. And make some, you know, it's going to make some stars in some of his matches, I think. But I can see possibly if Wardlow gets it, then Ricky Starks getting it at some point later in the year. All right. So on to WWE, the world titles. All right. So um, um, women's tag team. I have Toxic Attraction getting called up and winning the belts. Uh, I think Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch, just to get them out of that singles title picture for a while, they're going to team up and win the belts. And then I think by the end of the year, Rob's favorite, Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler, will be women's tag team champs. The look of disgust on all three of your faces was, was worth it right there. Yeah, I didn't do the uh, women's tag titles. Uh, womp. <laughs> I, that was probably the only one. 
I was gonna say I, I really didn't think of it either. I think they're an afterthought. I, I couldn't That's how remember I feel any about other trios. teams. I, I couldn't remember. I think you named the whole division, and I mean to that point, mo- two thirds of that division doesn't exist. So I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Sure, I'll go to your list. <laughs> okay. Um... So for the men's tag team titles, um, I think they stay. They're going to stay together at least past WrestleMania. I think all of us are going to probably end up picking based on rumors. Ko and Sammy. I think they topple the Usos with the undisputed, and then this is where I think it ends up getting split off. I think the Viking Raiders are going to end up on Raw and winning the belts from Ko and Sammy, and I think Imperium wins the belts from Ko and Sammy on SmackDown. And the only other addition I have there on the on the Raw Tag Team titles is that by the end of the year, Viking Raiders are probably going to lose to uh, Reunited Team DIY. I think the titles get split. Um, I could see at WrestleMania, Roman and the Usos having to do double duty. And I see the titles being split. And I definitely FTR, when they return to WWE, get the Raw Tag Team titles. Um, as far as SmackDown goes, um, anyone but the New Day at this point. I don't really know what other tag teams are on there. I think uh, they're really, they really need to work on the tag team division. They really need to get some more tag teams up there. Um, I think the Viking Raiders probably win the SmackDown titles at some point. Uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, about the Viking Raiders probably taking one of those titles. I do think they're going to be split. And yes, I do see in the second half of the year FTR coming in and taking the, the other title. So either they'll get a first run with the SmackDown titles or they'll win the Raw titles and stay on that brand. All right. For me, I've got FTR for sure. Um, I can see. Um, Sammy and KO and WWE's putting together Ricochet and and Braun. And if that continues on, I can see that being one of them too. I'm going to go out on a limit. I think Sammy and Solo are going to win tag team titles. I think when they split, Solo's going to like Sam because he and Sammy are always together. And I think he's going to not, he's going to be the one that doesn't agree with, with Sammy getting tossed out of the bloodline. And because if K, I think KO is going to be tied up with the world title. So I think okay. and Sammy and Solo, right, are going to win the tag team titles. I can see that. That that character mesh goes well, right? Because Solo, the guy, yeah. guy who really doesn't talk. Sammy can be his mouthpiece. Yeah, and Sammy's the happy-go-lucky. Solo's real serious. Yeah, I mean that. You know, that's a that's a Heath Slater kind of Rhino kind of tag team all over again. That yeah, kind of that kind of thing with better, with better, better though. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I got kids. All right, uh, women's title um, on SmackDown. I think Raquel Gonzalez beats Charlotte for the belt. Uh, I think Raquel's going to drop it to Bailey. Um, at that point, I don't think Charlotte's really beaten Bailey that often. I think Charlotte. Beats Bailey to win back the belt, and I think by the end of the year, Shayna Baszler cashes in the money in the bank I predicted and beats Charlotte for the belt. Uh, for all side, I think Rhea Ripley beats Bianca Belair. 
Um, I'd go as far as saying by Money in the Bank, Bianca Belair wins the belt back. And then just to piss everybody off, um, Ronda Rousey wins the belt after she gets moved to Raw and beats Bianca Belair. So why would you choose violence? So go so going by the going by my picks that I've listed here, I could see Ronda and Shayna having all the belts by the end of the year. Cheers. <laughs> all right. So for my women's titles, I've got Bailey uh, on the SmackDown side. Bailey, um, <clears throat> Alexa Bliss, possibly going over there with the whole Bray Wyatt thing. I can see her getting a run. Uh, Raquel for sure. Uh, on that side, the other side, uh, Rhea, um, Becky. I'm sure she'll get she'll get tossed back in that title picture too. I uh, just hope we don't have to see another Bianca Belair title reign. Sorry, Jason. Um, <laughs> you're you're the resident Bianca Belair fan, so that's I'll throw it out there. I, mean, and, I just uh, I just think you guys give her a lot of unnecessary flack. I That's think all. you guys are forgetting about a repackage Asuka. Yeah. Oh, yes. Asuka yes. at some point is going to win the Raw Women's title again. I think he's, she's yeah. going to come back as the kick-ass Asuka. Mm-hmm. And she's going to roll over the world, whoever the Raw champion is, as it should be. Mm-hmm. I hate this happy Asuka. I want ass-kick Asuka. We haven't seen her in a couple weeks now, right? No, she's been, they've taken her off TV. Yeah. And she's been tweeting, you know, like cryptically, like that she's going away. So I think maybe yeah. they're giving some, her some time off to repackage her. I told you, I, I think they're really blowing it. I don't really want Alexa Bliss back with Bray Wyatt. I think they should have went with Asuka. It would have been a, a complete swerve. No one would have expected it. And they mm-hmm. could have completely repackaged her as some kind of demon. And really ran with that for a little while. You know, she's already got the, the the mist and all that. So, like, she's already halfway there. We already know she's an ass kicker. I think they're really missing that boat. Because um, to me, Alexa Bliss is not good enough of a wrestler to, to, you know, to beat someone like Bianca. She's just not, you know, she's smaller. She's just not that kind of person. Um, so I see Asuka at some point winning the Raw Tag Team, t- uh, world, excuse me, world, world title as far as, SmackDown, um, I'm hoping Bailey gets in there somewhere. Um, she does such great work and she's not being rewarded. So I'd like to see her get a title reign and hang on to it for a while. And at some point, Shayna Baszler, I think, is gonna ha- needs to get the title. They need to do something with her. They need to get rid of her, one or the other. So I'd like to see her repackaged as a real you know, MMA kick-ass type character and win the title and reign for a while. All right, so with our predictions for the year. It's the WWE World Heavyweight Championship titles undisputed. Are we splitting them? What do you guys think? I'll start off with mine. I think we split them. I think Roman will start the year till Mania. Um, I think we'll see Cody with a run. Uh, Kieran Cross will get a run there. Bray will probably get a run. Um... McIntyre, um, I'd like to see Sammy get one. I just don't know if they'll pull the trigger on... What is this, WCW uh, in the 2000s? Hey, they've been held up so long. A little rotation, you know, give these guys something. But, uh, yeah, that'll be my my guesses. All right, well, I'm going to completely disagree with you. They're not really 
ping-ponging the world title anymore. So I think Cody wins the Raw title at WrestleMania. And as far as SmackDown goes, that's the one I'm kind of up in the air on because I really don't know. I, I think I'd love to see KO get it, but I don't know. I, I, see, I don't know. I see Roman walking out of SmackDown still being world heavyweight champion. I think he loses the Raw belt to Cody. And um, as far as who beats him after that, it's hard to say. I mean, maybe I maybe McIntyre. I don't know. They've really done a poor job on the SmackDown side of really giving you a, a world championship contender. Like, I'd love to see Gunther, but they don't seem to want to go that way. But I think he certainly could be world champion material, no doubt. And God help us if it's Braun Strowman. Like Jason said at best, he's an attraction yeah. at best, and that's all he should really should ever be. Yeah. So um, a Cody, to me, is like really the only sure, I would call a sure thing at this point. Everything else is kind of up in the air. And, and until they do that, I don't have a problem with letting Roman keep the SmackDown title a little longer until they figure out who they want to put it on next. All right. Reverend? Um, so, yeah, I agree that Cody is pretty much your lock. As soon as he's healthy, he's coming in one way or another. He's going to get his hands on a Raw title. Um, I see KO getting it, a run. But not the run, but he's going to get a run. But I also see Lashley getting another run. And then on the SmackDown side, yeah, I tend to lean in. The only person right now who's who seems even remotely built up for it is McIntyre. And maybe that'll change later in the year. I don't know. I don't see it happening. I, I could see uh, Reigns holding on to that till at least SummerSlam. All right. Um, agree with old view. Cody, I think, is the one that ends things for Roman Reigns. I'm saying for both belts, because uh, I don't think we're getting two separate title matches at WrestleMania. Uh, from there, though, I think on the SmackDown side, Roman Reigns does beat Cody to get the belt back. And then tying into what I said earlier, I think Sami Zayn actually crashes in on Roman Reigns and wins the belt in a shocker. And I think it's going to be a very short title reign, maybe a couple weeks, maybe a couple months tops. Uh, I think Roman gets it back. And by the end of the year, Drew McIntyre is your SmackDown champ. On the Raw side, I think Cody holds it for a good chunk of the year, maybe drops it at SummerSlam to Finn Balor. And I think by the end of the year, Kevin Owens is finally back on, on top. Uh, and it would kind of be like a tie it into Finn Balor being the one that ended KO's NXT title reign all those years ago. So it's come, come full circle. Real quick, I just want to throw out a scenario. Let's say Cody wins the belt at WrestleMania, right? It's the only title defense Roman has. Do you think he shows up on Raw Monday and hands and says, "You know what? We need to have. You know, I don't want both belts, or you know, we're not gonna, we're not gonna have both. I'm not gonna defend both titles. I'm gonna hand over the SmackDown title, and maybe they have a tournament or something like that. Could you see where a scenario where he wins and then you know?" They decide they're going to split the titles up, and he gives the other one back. He keeps the Raw title, and the SmackDown title goes up in a tournament or something like that. Or you, do you think? I mean, who's who's in agreement that the titles get split? I am. I know I am. I am, but I feel like it has to be a result of management. I feel that's the only way you can legitimately split those titles. So what do you mean? They come out and they take the title from him? Something like that, because right. I can't see. What, there's no reason for anyone to willingly give up 
a unified mm-hmm. title. So, Freddie, what do you think? How do you think the titles get split? I think they do it night by night. Uh, he'll drop the, the first one to Cody, and then I think he keeps the other one for a little bit. And then he'll. So, you he'll think he's going to have two matches at WrestleMania? I think so, too. I, I think he'll have double duty. Mm. And so, Anthony, you just think they're going to keep the titles together? You think both tag and world, or, or just world? No, I think they keep them together through WrestleMania, and I think what happens is whoever ends these record title reigns at that point are going to defend it on both shows because they're going to be faces, they're going to be good, honorable people, and they'll want to hold things up, and they're fighting champions, and that's how we're going to split the belts. I think, okay. for example, I and I said it here, Cody, I think, drops it to Roman Reigns, but SmackDown only, because Roman's a SmackDown guy. And... Drops to Finn Balor on Raw. That's my prediction. I don't know. And on the tag team, I have KO and Sammy coming out of WrestleMania. But again, I think they're fighting champions. They're defending on both shows. They lose the belts separately. So if Cody's on Raw, he's defending the Raw title. And if he's on SmackDown, he's defending the SmackDown title. And that's how they get. That's how he drops it's one of them? Yes. Okay. Got it. I, just, I did no, come no, up no, with no. a scenario that's wrestler-motivated. It's the Money in the Bank briefcase. So we just just demonstrated this past year that you can go for any single title. And it just seems, and we've also seen with Money in a Bank when they come up in the middle of a match and, and go for it. Um, it's very possible that someone comes in with that briefcase during one of those title defenses and says, I'm taking that one. And then runs back off to her show. So whoever, it, maybe that means the champion going in will be on SmackDown. And it, whoever wins it will take that title back to Raw, take that world title with them, or vice versa. They'll take the WWE title with them to SmackDown, however they want to do it. But I, I could see them using that as some sort of device. That or you get two Royal Rumble winners. Mm-hmm. All right. And I know we had opened up with our breakout for 2023. I think we should just save that for next week and wrap this up, yeah. personally. <laughs> I think if- that's a great idea. So with that being said, we thank you guys for listening. It was a long show. The Sports Frenzy Pod on Twitter. The Sports Frenzy Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. We thank you guys for listening. Catch you next week. Peace.